Thank you for being a cuss. I don't smell anything. I don't smell anything. I don't smell anything, honey. I don't smell anything. <laughs> where is that from? Do y'all know where that's I from? Don't know. I don't know. You don't know where that's from? No. And you said it with such confidence and, and passion. Honey, I know I've told you to smell it a thousand times, but go ahead and smell it a thousand and one. Oh, what do you smell? I don't smell anything. I don't smell anything. Oh, oh, I don't smell <laughs> Holes, because the dad is like trying to make that formula so that the shoes wouldn't smell. Oh, and it was and then peaches they, and onions, which was the whole storyline. Because mm-hmm, that's what they ate to keep the lizards away. Yeah, uh, he was trying to make a, a deodorizer or something. Mm-hmm. Okay. What do you call it? Sploosh. Sploosh. Oh, oh yeah, <laughs> that was gross. Yeah. Fox. Oh god. All right. Well, welcome back, everyone. <laughs> um, this is thank you for being a cuz. I'm here with love, key, key and Chuck, Chuck. <laughs> myself. Um, and we're going to start off with, of course, our FOD, which is fact of the day. Um, who wants to start? I'll start. So mine is a little, I guess, bio-friendly. Goosebumps from the cold or fear are actually a result of your hair follicles contracting, which causes the hair and surrounding skin to bunch up. So that feeling that you get, I get it all the time because I'm like yeah. excessively hairy. So mm-hmm. like I kind of like could relate to this fact. I'm like, huh. Wait, is that you? What you so basically when you like if you get goosebumps, either whether it's like because of cold or because of fear, like what's actually happening is your hair and your skin is like scrunching together. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's. Pretty cool. Yes. Yes, it is. Okay, Chuck, you're going to go next? Yes. Um, My fact of the day is um, it's actually about how famous, famous writer Edgar Allan Poe went to the University of Virginia and actually how they have commemorated him attending the school is they actually have these uh, set of dormitories I think that are reserved for the honor students there. Um, and they actually have one that's set up to be where they think he roomed when he went to University of Virginia. So they have it set up like how it looks back in like the old times when he was living. So people live in that dorm or the people live in like the r- dorms, but, but they don't in live in that room. One, oh. Yeah, they so don't live in that room. Oh, like I was like, yeah, hey. it's like a museum. Like oh. they commemorate it, they like have it like, you know, they that's show you weird. what it looked it would have looked like in his living time. In there. Yeah, I actually went, and the reason why I thought about that was because for my friend uh, Alex's graduation, um, when she graduated with her master's, we actually got to see, because they have uh, their graduation in this, like, courtyard that's right next to those dorms. And it was so weird because, like, I saw, you see the museum, like, you see the room and how it looks and how it would have looked, but the next door, there's just kids, just random random kids moving out and had their little... TV set up, playing PlayStation. So it's like trying stuff. to have that sentimental moment, and then it's like, <laughs> and it's like, well, it's kind of creepy because I'd be thinking, like, do y'all not? Isn't that haunted in there? Like, well, he didn't die there, did he? No, but just the the I don't know, spooky things like that be making yeah, me freak out. Like, what if like people haunt that area or something? Right. Oh, spirits, you know, spirits be everywhere. Um, my FOD, which 
it's music related. It's really not like a fact. It's more so like I just found this out today. Like I was on my way to work and I just I was listening to music and I realized a sample and I was like, oh my gosh. Okay. This is amazing. So Unpretty by TLC sampled Water Run Dry by um Boyz Men. When I say when I heard that, I was just like, oh my, like I really was screaming in the car. I know we were able to catch samples. It, like it just like, excited me. It gets yeah. me so excited. So yeah. That's it's like mine. how I heard Tainted Love for the first time and realized, oh snap, Rihanna sampled that for uh, SOS. SOS. Oh, well, yeah, I know SOS, but what song? Tainted Love. Tainted Love, I got to. Oh, yeah, run yeah, away, yeah. I got to. Run away. Yeah. Go listen to it. You might know. Wasn't it, it in a movie? It was in a movie. I don't remember. I was, it was in a movie. But That's if you not... listen to it, you you might remember it, and you'll see that it's like Rihanna got SOS from there. No. Samples but. are amazing. They're the best Samples thing. are. They are. It's, it's cool. It's like a, pick up on them, it's like, exactly. it's like a high. It's like a low-key, choice. like, quiet homage to the person before you who exactly. did that. Mm-hmm. Shout out like, to the mu- music appreciates. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. All right. So, our topic for today is... It's basically we're talking a little bit about um, expectations. expectations in life and how what we think pe- what we think people think are expectations and like in our society and what we do and what we think our personal expectations are and how that affects you know how people's expectations affect how we move about move around yeah and how we grow up and you know what does it take to maintain that is that correct pretty much yeah. um so it's like yeah basically what you said yeah who wants to begin this um well i can tell you the reason why i wanted to have this i guess discussion um was because like you think about society's expectations of us as individuals and like the whole American dream, like what it means to be successful. I feel like how society puts it on us is, you know, you're supposed to go through public school. You're supposed to do well in public school, then you go to college. Go to college, graduate with honors, whatever, and then you start your career. Start your career and then you find love, you get married, have a baby, start your family, and then like it's just you kind of like do the same thing with your kids yeah, exactly and then you just yeah go on with that and it just made me i was mad because it's like i literally did that okay well half of it mm-hmm. i did good in public school graduated went to college graduated college got a job and it's like but i'm still not successful like I, I still don't have the american dream and not in the sense of like well you're not successful by by american society standards you right. are successful right exactly and don't but let... but i am successful but by the means of which i like how i felt that i was supposed to be based mm-hmm. on society i'm not there yeah like i'm not to a point where i can go out and buy a house and be completely financially stable like you just society has it in your head that if you go to college you're going to make more money 
you're going to graduate, you're going to find a good job, you're going to be able to afford all the things you want. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no. Yeah. It's not it. Yeah. It's not it. But yeah. So that's kind of like why, because I, I was just thinking about it on my drive home, mm-hmm. and I was like, you know what? I did everything society told me to do. Went to school, graduated, focused, didn't party too much, all this, and it's like, I'm still broke. Mm-hmm. Living paycheck to paycheck, and I actually have a career. I don't like, you know, it's like I don't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what did I do wrong? I mean, I didn't do anything wrong, but mm-hmm. it, you know, if you, you look at it from society's point of view, it's just like, well, what did I do wrong, mm-hmm. society? Why is it not adding up? So, well, I will say this for me as a like, and this is me putting in the, into my in, my opinion as a person who's of LGBTQ, especially a black person of LGBTQ community. Like, there's not really. It's more so of a thing is where does the American dream fit in my in in my life? Because like mm-hmm. yes, we can, you know, yes, gay people can say to themselves, like, oh, we can pretty much follow the same American dream. But that's not that's like just the just being accepted in society as having a relationship with another the same you know, the same sex or if you're bisexual or, you know, wherever you fit on the, on the, in the community, like, does that fit in the regular American dream? Like, you know, what does that, like, we're just now being accepted, like more accepted in, in, in having relationships and getting married and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So it just, it kind of pushes you back on like, well, you know, like in regards to like relationships, that doesn't look realistic, but like, Everything else is still realistic when it comes to like you know same thing. Go, you're supposed to um, get. You're supposed to go through high school, do well, go to college, mm-hmm. figure out what career you want to do, um, go into that career field, et cetera, et cetera. Right. Um, and in that case, that's where I always focus my, like I relate the American dream to myself and like figuring out what I want to do is like basically figuring out where I want to be what job I want to be in, like, where, where's my, what's my career, where, where do I see myself living and all that kind of stuff. And Mm -hmm. hopefully the rest, like the whole falling in love and blah, 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 comes into place. Right. And I feel like I always have this complication of like, you know, am I going on the right path and all that kind of stuff? Because like, it's so much that I have to do to get to where I am, you know? So, you know, I, I, I did this, like I said, I did the same thing as Yukia. I, Did the same thing as you. Um, I went to a public school. I, you know, did pretty well. I got, I graduated. I went to college and did pretty, you know, pretty well and got out and I'm working on going to graduate school. But, you know, it's, I, 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 I still see like the difficulty it is getting to the next step. It's always hard. And I see all these people in real life who have already done, you know, already have their job and already look successful. But then like, where am I? Right. When I am. I mean, I am because I, I have a job and I'm taking classes and working to get to where I am. But it's also just like, for me, it's a time thing. It's a it's a it's a time frame thing. It's like, should I have already done this? Do I need to do this? Because a lot of that whole American dream is, is about the timing of everything. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, yeah, I'm supposed to graduate college at 22. I've met my and person and, and, and married at like 27, 20. yes, 28. Exactly. And then are and we people have... do that. Yeah. And that's, and you know, that's all fine and dandy, but like that's not rela- realistic for everybody, especially for me. Like, I am 27 and I'm still single. <laughs> you know, I have a job and I graduated college and I'm doing fine but like 
you know, I I don't see myself being anywhere in that situation until like probably my 30s or 40s. And, you know, it, it, it stresses you out. It, it really stresses you out. And it stresses me out. Um, it didn't, and it, it has for the past, when I got to 25, that's when it really hit me hard. Dang, I'm 25. Oh, get ready. <laughs> <laughs> but when I hit 25, I just kept freaking out because I had, you know, a lot of my friends were getting married. A lot of my friends were finding relationships. They had good jobs. You know, they were starting to buy homes and all this kind of stuff. So I'm thinking to myself, like, why am I not doing, am I not doing anything right, you know? And I'm working in, when I was 25, I was still working a retail job, mm-hmm. you know? And it really, it really got to me. It got to my psyche and it got to like just my, my mental health and all that kind of stuff. Um, and it didn't take me till about this year to just be like, screw all that, mm-hmm. you know? Cause I, I, I can't keep comparing myself to other people. That's not healthy and it's not realistic. Mm-hmm. And plus, like, and, you know, I always think, like, these people, my friends, everything that they're, you know, they're doing where they feel, you know, like they're following that American dream. We don't know what's behind closed doors. Exactly. We don't know if people are living paycheck to paycheck. We don't know mm-hmm. if, you know, relationships and marriages are go- are going smooth. We don't know if they barely graduated college or, like, almost flunked out of school. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it's very... We just see the glamour and the and the and the shiny, yeah. sparkle bits of like, of what the Americana is. I and I'm oh, sorry. No, no, go ahead. And yeah. I, I feel like that's what that's what scared me and that's what freaked me out. Instead of saying like, hey, I mean, they kind of got their life together, but that doesn't mean you don't have your life together. You just have it together in a different way. And the things that you want that are equivalent to the things that your friend want. They're just coming. It just, it's going to take time. You know, I was telling my one friend, I was like, I felt like right now in my life, I'm just, and I I don't want people to take this in a negative way. I take it in a kind of like a, just a simplistic way is like, I'm existing right now. And then where, when I get to where, you know, when I get to where I need to be, then I'll be, I'll be good. I'll be, you know, I'll live happy. I'll live great. And I'm still living happy, but it's like. I'm more so just existing and just trying to get through everything and work on myself and work on what I need to do to get to the the place where I am. Whether that be that I'm going to like move in a year or something or like get a new job or like get, you know, go to college, you know, all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Like, or, you know, you never know. So I kind of just say like right now, like I'm doing okay for myself. I'm existing. I am enjoying what I can and then I will get to wherever I can if I keep working harder. My societal expectations are the same to y'all as far as like, you know, you're supposed to go to college and, you know, graduate college and get this good job and all that good stuff like that. And mine was very similar to it's like graduate high school, mm-hmm. went to college, graduated college and then um trying to figure it out after college as far as like not just having a job but starting out in a career path but i like as as we're having this conversation right now i definitely feel like the american dream is set up to feed into capitalism like it's it's set up to fund capitalism 
in America, our American capitalism um, in such a way to where, okay, we go to college. We know we can't afford college. Majority of us can't afford college, so we have to get loans, and that leaves us in debt. And then from there, we're trying to keep up with wanting to buy a house, which, you know, we know that we can't afford, but we need to keep up with it. And so that leaves us in debt again. And then we want this big extravagant wedding and invite all these people, which we know we cannot afford. Mm. But yet we're trying to keep up uh, with America. the Joneses. Trying to keep up with the Joneses, okay? And the Joneses don't even have it all together. Preach, but, um, preach, preach. I just well, feel like... Don't. <laughs> right? <laughs> I just feel like that's when I think about... I when I think about like societal it, it, expectations, as far as like we are concerned, as far as like everyday people, regular people, it's just set up to kind of like develop this fantasy so that we can feed into it, so that it can fund capitalism and and its horridness. But I don't think there's anything wrong with wanting to go to college. I don't think it, there's anything wrong with no. You know, wanting a house or wanting a wet a big wedding, like there's any nothing wrong with it. But I feel like the I guess like the iffy part about it, like the gray area, is if what what's the real reason that you want it? Do you want it because you have a big family, you want them all to come? Do you want it because you want your own house and you want something to call your own, your own space, your own sanctuary? Do you want to go to college just because yes, everybody else is going to college. To you know what I'm saying? It's, it's really, you really have to take the time to realize, like, why you really want it. And I guess that's a good segue into, like, expectations for ourselves, what we want for ourselves. It is. Well, let me go back to this. What? When it comes to society's expectations, one thing that I wish they would change is the emphasis that they put on college. Mm-hmm. On, you gotta go to college, you gotta go to college, you gotta go to college. You don't have to go to college. Yeah. You definitely don't have to go to a four-year university. Yeah. I feel like it should be taught to kids. I I feel like, honestly, okay, and this could be the teacher and me, I feel like curriculum definitely needs to change. There are some core things that you need to learn, but the way that society is moving, mm -hmm. the way that we've been doing things is not relevant anymore. Yeah. Like, kids need to have classes on loans and credit financial card literacy. debt and it, financial literacy, raising your credit score, knowing what trade school is versus a four-year university, getting able to practice and get their hands on and get experience with whatever it is that they think they want to do in their life. Because, like me, like, I went to school for biology thinking that I want to be a doctor. In the midst of me working on that, I decided I don't want to be a doctor, I want to be a nurse. In the midst of me doing that, I said I don't want to be a nurse, I want to be um, a midwife. In the midst of that, I went back to nursing. And then I actually worked as a nursing assistant for a couple of years and realized that's not really what I wanted, like nursing is not really what I wanted to do. Although I was good at it and I did enjoy it, I didn't want to do that long term. Yeah. And it's like, I feel like kids and us, like you, you get so wrapped up in doing what society tells you to do that you go to college not knowing why you're going to college. Mm -hmm. And you go and you do this and then you realize halfway through your major or at the end of your major once you graduated, why did I do that? What was the point of that? It has nothing to do with what I really want to do in life. And people talk down a lot on like gap years and like taking the time out and after high school stupid. to... Mm -hmm. 
You think gap years are stupid? No, I think to to frown um, upon it. Is oh stupid yeah, because it's yeah. like to me that's the smartest. You have to figure out what because you you're still do before young. You invest. Yeah. You're still young. You're still evolving. You're line. I'm sorry. I yeah. do, but I'll wait a minute. Okay. You're still evolving. Mm-hmm. You're still learning yourself out. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I I guess that's kind of why like college is kind of set up to where like the first two years you're just taking general general education, general education yeah. just yeah. to Did get a feel no oh. just get a just to get a feel for like what kind of like work you want like what field um you really want to to go into but mm-hmm. um I don't know I just I definitely feel like a lot of what we learn in college could be taught in high school just to kind of yeah. like prep us you know what i'm saying because if we learn like the gen ed like and then also okay i'm gonna other thing i'm gonna digress but i feel like if we got the gen eds in high school like the last two years of high school then after that if we wanted to kind of like feel get a feel for like a trade or get a feel like you know for whether it's like business administration or accounting or biology or whatever it may be, mm-hmm. it's not like there's so much for it's like four years. It would just be like a two year program or right. like a three yeah. year program. Because had I known that, I would have went straight to nursing. Like I would not to say that I'm maybe would have liked nursing better, but like just to I would have been able to experience it mm-hmm. yeah. and to know if that's really what I wanted to do rather than t- four years or three years. Really, yeah. I was in school studying mm-hmm. biology and I'm using it now, but like. I guess all things happen for a reason. But still, yeah. I went into it for a whole different reason than what I'm actually using it for now. So my, I guess, my case can kind of be like a blessing in disguise. But that's not the case for everybody, you know? Yeah. yeah. And a lot of people will have a degree in something that they're not even ever going to use. Mm-hmm. Or, or And I also feel like when people say, oh, like, go to college, you know, um, some, well, I feel like for, for people who have, like, who don't ha- like they don't have to worry about like money or they don't have to worry about like you know oh when I get out of college I gotta you know secure that good job for people who don't have to- student loans. yeah for people who don't have to worry about that their parents tell them to go to college to make friends for the experience for partying for you know what I'm saying connect work about right e- exactly you network say, you say what you really want to say but I feel like that's the- <laughs> I feel like that's the biggest. That should be the biggest takeaway mm-hmm. from college. Um, if you decide to go, is like networking, connect, yes. making connections. Yeah, that's the biggest takeaway that I think everyone should, I guess, experience or you know, be able to say like, okay, I know that I can call on this person or have this person help me out with this because we worked on this project in school. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's just. That's I feel like was probably one of the big. That's like mm-hmm. the biggest takeaway. I, I would. Oh, go uh, ahead. I was gonna say I would say like I agree with that, but also like I'm looking back on my experience in app and trying to network, and it was very difficult. Like it just depends on what school you go yeah, to. Yeah, that is because true. for me, like I went to school in a rural area, so like networking in like nutrition and dietetics isn't as it, like you know there's only like but the same few people that you that everybody in my program worked with. Uh-huh. So it was just like, there's not really a lot to do. Now, I wish that, you know, it was interesting because we had to take a professional development class as my senior seminar. I'm like, why didn't we take this as a freshman seminar? So that, you know, or like, not even, a, it didn't have to be a freshman seminar, but just like, as we're well into our majors, why couldn't we do this earlier? So that I know how to make 
these connections and network with folks as you grow and as I the, grow. At the last minute, yeah. You're so about that, to leave and yeah, you out the door. because I could have had, mm-hmm. I could have had another internship before I had to do my internship to one see if this was really it and what I wanted to do. I mean, mm-hmm. it still is kind of what it is what I want to do, mm-hmm. but it would be have been more fulfilling if I had gone without having to have a like a. a internship required by my school like this was an internship that I wanted to do because I wanted to experience what I need to do I wish I had that person and that opportunity and those resources to help me with that I didn't have that until like my senior year when they were trying when it was basically like okay you got to get kicked out of the dough we you got to graduate let me tell you I wish I I might open up my own school one day because I feel like school should not be that's a whole nother mm-hmm. episode. But I want to open up my own school and I want to help students or kids, whatever, whoever, to really learn the purpose of life. Mm-hmm. Because the way society has it is there life has no purpose. Mm-hmm. The way that we're trained, it's like all they have, the value is in things that don't matter. Mm-hmm. when we should put it in, in other things like you should do what you want to do mm-hmm. not do it for the money like money is like obviously it's important mm-hmm. but who made it important society made it important mm-hmm. yeah. so when it like ultimately if you like can backtrack and just really find the purpose in life I feel like I don't know it would be much better I feel like I just want kids to just know that life is not about just making money you don't have to just go to work every day and mm-hmm. not like your job like but you can find what you want to do and, mm-hmm. and and be successful in that and that be okay but I think in the bigger picture, that's where you're going to have, that's, I feel like that's not just a people make better decisions. I think that's a societal thing as well, because like, you know, when you have capitalism and I'm not trying to be one of those, I'm not trying to be political or anything. I'm just saying with capitalism, the whole purpose is you are trying to make money. And and I feel like that's just not, but that's. I, Okay, yeah. I mean, okay, keep going. Because I think I, I get what you're saying. Yeah, it's like, it's you're trying to make, like, the focus is on making money to live to live a good life and everything. Whereas we're not focusing on, like, just basically like you just said, we're not focusing on, you know, what it is in life and what do you want to do and what is going to make you fulfilled and what is going to make you um, happy to wake up every day and go to your career. Mm-hmm. Because, you know... There are so many careers out there that, like, people are just doing it because they it makes good money. And, and they can do it because it's just a task they can just easily do. But is it something that's fulfilling in your life? Mm-hmm. And, it's and you know, those things that may be fulfilling in your life, what if they're not making enough money? What if they're not making enough money to make ends meet? Like teaching? Like teaching. It, yeah. And here we are. It's a, it's a lot of societal things that we have to... We have to improve on. We have to improve on, like, you know, helping out people and helping out others so that they can get to the point where they have good jobs. And not only being good job, but also being a job that they can enjoy and come home and be like, I just had a great day. I... This is just my opinion. (laughs) I feel like... have two parts to this (laughs) okay my first part is i think that people can 
I wouldn't say necessarily they can have a job that they hate. I wouldn't say I wouldn't say hate. Or just they're but not in love with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I feel like they can have a job where for them they just go to work and they just do their job and then they just go home. Kind of like you know, kind of like because it's like you don't take your work with you. Yeah, you yeah. don't take that work. Exactly. Your home is at home. And it's, so I feel mm-hmm. like they you could have that type of job and then find fulfillment and things outside of your job. Because mm-hmm. yes. um, I feel like. The I know people said like you can find what you love to do, um, master it, and then you know like the money will come to you, which I I, I think is true mm-hmm. in some cases. But I also feel like in some way that could possibly be a luxury because not everybody like some people really just need to provide for themselves and for their family. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like they're not able to just do what they love. That's why I said yeah. they'll have to do the job like for them they just clocking in, clocking out and then they, mm-hmm. they find fulfillment in in things outside of their 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 workplace. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then I think about like, you know, with all that, you also have to take care of yourself and when you have time to take care of yourself. If you're doing this job that you're making money for and then doing something that you love and you're passionate in that may be like a side business or something, but then are you like taking care of yourself and all that? But I think the point, like what people, I feel like what people are doing now Mm -hmm. is they have that job where they clock in, clock out so that they can invest in whatever it is that they're passionate about. Mm -hmm. So they can make that passion, their money maker, make that their money maker. I feel like that's what a lot of people are trying to do. Mm -hmm. um, Which is smart. Yeah, I was going to say, which is, is smart. probably the Very best smart. thing to do. Because I, I just, I don't know. And then I commend those people who like those nine to five, you know, those jobs where you clock in and clock out. Mm-hmm. Some people, they, they cool with that. Because the job is not too many responsibilities. Yeah. It pays well. And and, and I feel like and I I'm a, thankful for those yeah. people. But I need to find something for me that I'm going to actually enjoy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have friends who are like that, who just go to their jobs. And they like lo- they love doing this nine to five, same thing that you do every day kind of job. And I'm just like, Uh for me, like, and the reason why I love my job is because I don't have that. I'm not like, I'm in an office, but then I'm also out in the field, but I'm also doing this and I'm also doing that. It's something different each time. It's not the same thing. And so like, yeah, it's not, I can't stand monotony, Mm -hmm. like monotony, monotony. I cannot stand it. That's how I felt how retail was when I worked it. And I, it was what does that taking word mean? Over my life. It's just like the constant, like you're doing the same thing over and Oh, over yeah, and nah, over that's not yeah. me. Especially like with, okay, another thing. Okay, this is kind of like off topic a little bit. But you guys realize, and, and maybe it's just me. So you grow up, mm-hmm. start public school at the age of five. Mm-hmm. You have like nonstop monotony, 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 monotony of being in school. Mm-hmm. Then you have summer break. Mm-hmm. Same thing in middle school. Same thing in high school. So mm-hmm. majority of your life, you have this break. Technically, college. same thing in college. Yeah, so, yeah, I'm getting mm-hmm. there. Same thing in college. So when I got to the work field, and you had to work year round, mm-hmm. I hated it. I had to like get especially used to that. with the nine to five mm-hmm. where I was um, working at the call center. I'm just sitting here like, what is my break? Mm-hmm. When am I gonna get summer break? Yeah. Like, and I think that's why I went back like to teaching. I need come, that. Right? It's like, wait Girl. a minute. It's spring and, and I don't have a break? What? Do you, what? I think that is so jacked up for them to have us in mm-hmm. this monotony, in this condition of having summers off. And then when reality hits, it's like, boom, mm-hmm. no more days off. When you I got to take those days off. Leaving teaching and going into my new job was such an adjustment this June because all I could think of was like, oh, I like, we'll be done. 
and then I just come back in, and I was like, no, 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 you, you continue your job. You keep going. You keep home. going through the summer. And in fact, it gets busier in the summer. Like, so you just keep it moving. And so I had to get used to that in my brain because I was just like, do I not get a break? Right. Like, do I not get a break? Because I, I was so used to being that teacher and getting that summer where I was like kind of doing work, but it wasn't like work, work. It wasn't as stressful. Yeah. It was like different kind of work. Hit I different. Like- it, it hit different. <laughs> it hit different. Right? I feel like, um, I feel like I've seen the conversation started about like, um, is it, is the five day work week too stressful? Mm. I think that's good. Like, is, is that really, like, I don't want to say the five day, is the, the fi- eight hour, eight hour, 40, five day, 40, 40 hours hour a week, week five, work day. Yeah. Is that, is that too stressful? Because that's what we've come to know, mm-hmm. like, for the past you want me to answer that? 50, 60, 70 years. I can answer I don't that. Even say, I would say 50. Yes, it, it is, is too stressful. I can also ha- answer that for you. Yes. yes, it is too stressful. And yes, it, that whole 40 hours a week, there are weeks where I have to work 60 hours a week. <laughs> where, where she got to work. Yeah. Same. I'm working over here on Sunday. I yeah. worked yesterday. I Sometimes work I work, I got to go to the office on the weekends. I get off work and go home to do work. Like it mm-hmm. is, it, and that definitely exceeds 40 hours and I'm only getting paid for 40 hours. Like right. <laughs> that's a whole other conversation. And that's a, that is because if you think about it, you like, everybody always strives for a salary position, but then you'd be thinking, but that's what wait they, a minute. I would never want to, I, what? That's I'm an they, hourly person. I would love an hourly. But that's what they That's what I'm saying though. though. But we got salary positions. Right. So it's like, that's what they expect. They expect. 40 hours a week, five days, five days a week. But I'm like, is there a job that's like a four-day? Well, I'm thinking about Gibro. Oh, a four-day, ten, four tens. Yeah, four But tens. it's still 40 hours. Yeah, that's still 40 hours. Or your three, three twelves, which is 36 hours. Yeah, yeah what is... made 40 the standard? Yeah, why I is that know. the standard? Yeah, and because I, I know in Europe, like, in Europe, they. I'm about to move. When I um, when I was in France, it was summer break, <laughs> but like they have moments to like take very long lunch breaks. They have moments to just relax and then come back to the workforce. They have moments where it's with the same thing with the kids at the school. They don't just come, go to school and then like go straight and eat lunch there and then like stay all the rest of the day and then come back. Like they go to school. And then they come back home and take a rest, eat lunch, do whatever, then go back to school and, and do what, what they got to do and like? then leave. Huh. I wonder. Mm. Well. 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 Mm. And and the thing that I really also love about Europe and how their education system is set up is that there is no... Okay, first of all, not everybody goes to college. Right. A lot of, the, a lot of people go to tech schools a lot of people will work Which jobs. Which is really where we need people. We need yeah. people in tech because if everybody's going to like get when these you take like people jobs, who gonna be who gonna who gonna fix my toilet yeah. when I break? Only a few. I people... need somebody to fix my toilet. Okay, yeah. look, I need, we need plumbers. Great we need. That's what I'm saying. But these kids don't like you don't you don't get exposed to that. You don't. All you know about a plumber expect... is that they show they crack mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or it's stink or, or it's exactly. You know, yeah. But they got the they biggest, make money. The biggest expectation that I've seen in schools, and maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's changed. I don't know. Um, the biggest expectation that I've seen in school is either you go to college or you go to the army. And it's, that's not yeah. right. Like it's, there are yeah. jobs. That Why are we not saying, we hey, you also can do that? Because and maybe, like I said, may, and I don't know, maybe 
it has changed. I don't know. You're in education, so you you would know better than me. But for me in high school, it was a expectation that I go to college. It was an expectation for some of my friends. If they didn't want to go to college, oh, that's fine. You need to either find a job when you get out or you need to go to the army. Instead of saying, instead of saying, hey, what do you think you might be interested in? Exactly. Let's a talk about it. Conversation. If you don't know what you're interested in, let's let's look to see what you really like to do. Oh, you like cars. You like working in automobiles. Do you want to be, do you want to work on cars? Do you want to sell cars? Like what, do you want to be an engineer who like, because then that does lead you on different pathways. So if somebody wanted to do, if somebody wanted to work and be able to design cars, then they could be like, okay, you need to go to college to go design. Like, and right. let's talk if about you how you want to do that. Yeah. Go to, trade school, like. go to trade school. If you want to just sell cars, you don't even need any of those. You just go right. straight into the workforce and we can talk about how you do that. You can, we can talk about, Hey, let's go, sh- you know, maybe you should go shadow a car salesman. We can talk and connect and network. And, and even and- if you can't get hired into that sales role mm-hmm. to like off the jump, like maybe, Start with washing cars at that dealership, right? And then and then go from there. Test but driving, having like, someone know. to tell you this, yeah, like you know, and I give respect to my counselors because, like, they they school counselors, I'm sure try, try, yeah, they try, yeah. But I feel like we got enough of them though. They yeah. just don't. There's not enough of that counseling for the kids to do something that they really want to do. So much emphasis is being put on curriculum. Mm-hmm. Curriculum, curriculum, curriculum. It takes away from who the child is. Mm-hmm. And it's been this way. And I, I, I do not like it at all. And it's always foundations instead of like... I mean, I feel like there's so much emphasis on passing foundational subjects instead of well, give him more electives so he can figure out, or give her more electives so they can figure out what they want to do. Exactly. You know, because it's like, I'm not hating on math, science, reading, and, and arts. The basics. At, and, you know, in history, all that. I'm not hating on those. Those are important. Those are vital. But I feel like it should how be is many. history going to help me figure out? And it And sometimes it does, but how is history going to help me in the long run figure out how, what I want to do, unless I have other classes to kind of help me focus in those things. Let me tell you, we are all off topic, but last thing, and then we're going to get back on. We're kind of on topic. It's just not. It's but yeah. Yeah. But, okay, I just got an idea. So my ideal school system, what I feel like the school, okay, and this is on topic, what I feel like the school system should be, elementary school Mm -hmm. should not be, what is it, kindergarten, first, second, third, fourth, and fifth, should not be six years. Elementary school, I feel like, should be to fourth grade. And you learn about working with others. And you learn about multiple, like, those basic skills that Mm -hmm. you need for, like, how to read, multiplications, adding, subtracting, all those basic Mm -hmm. stuff. Then I feel like middle school could be fifth grade to eighth grade. You learn about history and all that stuff. And then also incorporate the elective should be more so getting to know yourself and things like that. I feel like high school should have, like, your first year should be core classes, but after that, everything that you should be able to take should be something that's getting you geared towards your next steps in life. Mm-hmm. I honestly feel like we're not preparing kids for the real world. So I feel like 
high school should be okay maybe your first year finish out that mm-hmm. learn about math you gotta know you know the basics of math you gotta know the basics of biology how life works cool whatever but then I feel like it should be we should be pushing electives and I feel like students should be offered they should have to take electives versus taking core classes mm-hmm. if that makes sense if you like science and you want to go to college for science then you can take those mm-hmm. science classes if you like music then you take those music classes if you like mechanics then you I feel like we should High school should be more hands-on, not curriculum. Well, I guess it all—it's all curriculum, but not so much that core knowledge, but elective knowledge. Yeah. And I feel like that's all it should be. That's what the focus should be on, and not anything else. By the time they get to high school, that's just me. I—I I feel like that would be a perfect. Yeah, blend. Yeah. Yeah. And then the by prep. the time you graduate, it's like okay, well, I know I want to do this, or I know I definitely don't like don't like that anymore so i'm gonna go and i'm gonna maybe do this for a little bit you know like that way you have more you know who you are because if you're able to do that and take the focus off of passing and failing you're able to find out who you are and what works for you and what doesn't work for you and teachers can take the time to help students figure that out Mm -hmm. like i would love to be able to help each and every one of my students but i don't have the time because i gotta teach this curriculum and then also the resources and then also it's but it's resources out there but I don't have the time to let them know about yeah. it because, you know, I have to focus my time with them on other yeah. things. Well, I'm just saying, like, I, when I say, like, in the resource, I was going to say in the resources and, like, your, like, because if we have underappreciated teachers, like, they're not going to want to go. A lot of other people are not going to go in the system to do, oh, that, well, yeah. to help. True, That's yeah. what I'm saying. Okay, well, then, yeah. I'm yeah, looking yeah. at the, I'm, I'm consi- consistently looking at the bigger picture yeah. of all of this. I feel you. Yeah. But yeah. I feel like... <laughs> wrapping kind of connecting that back together it it a lot of this stems from and a lot of this what we're talking about stems from the fact that a a lot of folks are trying to reach this american dream that we just you know we popularize and make it seem like you have to go to college you have Mm -hmm. to and because you know you have to figure out what your career is going to be and after that you know you get settled into your career and then after that you need to fall in love and raise a family and all that kind of stuff and because it's pushed down our throat so much that in, in in school and just in life and how we perceive life on television, how we perceive life in real life, what we see with our friends and our families, right. it, it, it does feel difficult. Can I say one more thing? Go ahead. Uh, of course. Another thing that's like a societal expectation is, um, experience work experience you have this degree now fresh out of college and they expect you to have three to five years of experience in your field before you get hired and i'm like all the memes all the memes just came flooding in my head i'm like they 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 just put they just put the um the diploma in my hand the degree in my hand they just put it in my hand. That's You're saying so I need three to five years of experience. I just get pissed off at the fact that. Like, and then oh, I'm sorry. I, I do look. I do have that experience yeah. while I was exactly. in school. Okay. But on top of that, the whole idea of like, okay. When you're in school, that's the best time that you should get, like, internships. Mm-hmm. Because in most internships, most workplaces don't want to compensate you monetarily. But they have to compensate you in some form. So they compensate you by giving you credit. Right. You know? So once you get out of college, they're not trying to pay you. Or, you know, if they... And if You they, need to get paid, but they it, ain't paying. Yeah. Exactly. 
And so I feel like it's so hard to gain experience because it's not a lot of not a lot of employers are willing to take the chance mm-hmm. to mold some much, you know, shape somebody yeah. up to yeah. train, you know. We're all in this goer mindset. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And even even as us who are, I don't want to say victims to society, but we're victims to society. Wow. Have some, Have you heard that before? Mm, I've heard it, but not to that extent. I don't know why that just hit me so, like, in my heart just oh. now. Mm-hmm. Well, because victims. we are a victims to society, girl. I'm putting you on, okay? But as victims to society, we wow. have been trained to be goers. It's the checklist. All right, I graduated high school. I'm going to college. It, like I'm getting married. It's like a checklist. We gotta. If it's yeah. not on the list, I ain't doing it. And yeah. and I don't even know where I was going with that. I, I lost my train of thought. Sorry. Mm-hmm. It's okay. <laughs> but we're just goers. Oh no, I know what I'm talking about. Businesses. When it comes to you graduating and you wanting to get a job but you don't have experience, mm-hmm. those jobs are looking for people who are ready to go. Yeah. But it's like okay, we've been goers. We're ready to go, but you're not allowing us to go because you are a goer and you're trying to get your business going. It's like a constant. Yeah. Uh, how am I, How can I word it? It's like, I don't even know. Nobody's willing to slow down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We don't want to slow down because we need to make the money. They don't want to slow down because they need to make the money. Yeah. But also nobody's giving us the opportunity to just try. That's because they're not yeah. slowing down. Because they're not slowing down. No one is slowing down. And it's so interesting because, you know, I think a lot about, like, you know, I've read uh, a lot of articles about folks who were, you know, growing up in 80s and 90s doing the same thing we were doing. And people just, and even the 70s and 60s, and they were going to college and then they got out of college, they just took a, took a rando job. Yeah, and those oh, people yeah, and those people just let them do, those yeah. people just let them take a random job that may not have been in their like, major. Oh, may you got a college degree? Study. Okay, come on. Exactly. Yes. It was the, you just the fact in. that you had a college degree. And the thing is, it's like you can't say that I'm not committed because yeah. I just committed thirty thousand dollars worth of debt. You committed yes. your whole life to school, okay? Exactly. Since age five, you've committed your whole entire life to school. For the possibility, <laughs> not even the guarantee, the possibility of getting a job. A chance. A chance. <laughs> a chance. Oh my goodness. Mm-hmm. Which we see now is slim to none. Yes. Yeah. In some cases. Like a chance. You, you know, dedicate your whole entire, entire life. life to what society wants you to do. For society to not even help you and pat you on your back to be like, good job, you've earned, the, you've earned yeah. your career. Right. You've I think earned. the thing that hurt me so much was that whole three to five years of experience. Because it would be something that I had. There would be jobs even that were like, we would like a year I'm of experience. And I, I did. Oh. There would be jobs where it would be like, there's you. we just need a year of experience. And I was like, when you add it up, it's kind of a year of experience. <laughs> mm-hmm. When you add it up, it is. Right. And it would just be like, I would get those emails saying, does not meet qualifications. Mm-hmm. Does not meet qualifications. Does And that used to hit me hard. Yeah, because it, it was just like... And it ruins your spirit. Yeah. And, and, you, and you start let's thinking... Let's talk about it. Let's, you, let's talk about it. Let's, like, look, calling the employers. So, technically... Te- hey, hey, hey. Hey. That's what some people do. Technically... If you want to count the years that I was in school, I took this. That's why um, when I do like my cover letter, I'm I'm like I did this in school. I did worked on this project. I tried right, because yeah. yeah. I'm like, bro, this is literally what I went to school for. But mm-hmm. you're telling me because 
I wasn't getting paid because nobody want. You know what I'm saying? Y'all want to give me college credit instead of come right, on now. Right, giving me yeah. It's kind of because, just like well, what was the point? Like it literally is. It's like I, I kind of want to go to a lot of the folks who are in my degree field and just let them know like what was the point of y'all? Like what was the point of anybody encouraging me to go into this degree? Especially when I was gonna get hit hard by so many things. And then y'all tell me, well, you know, that's just how it is. You just got to keep working hard. It's just like, I have been working hard. Who I've said literally been working is? hard. Who said this is how it is and why it got to be with a woman know me? But I'm just, yeah. I'm just talking. But it's just like, it, it was it, it was difficult. It was something that I kept. Uh-huh. And a what? What? Uncle Sam. Oh. <laughs> Uncle, Sam. Uncle Sam. Uncle Tom. What no. are you thinking of? Who's Sam. You know, like the guy who like wears the hat. Uncle Tom. That's not. No, Uncle... that's Uncle Sam. But you oh. take, you talk who's about Uncle the white Tom? guy who's like, I need you. Wait a minute, who's Uncle Pay Tom? Pay me my taxes. That's a, um, a derogatory term towards For, black like, people who, who who act. It's basically like Samuel Jackson's character in. Um, you better hope I've seen it. You never seen Django? basically oh, like the black ass people ass who white. Yeah, they may not kiss at. It's not necessarily okay, kiss ass, but kiss along so with the, white people. It's the black version. Pander. Of they Sam. pander to white folks and what they want. Yeah. Oh, okay. Like okay. Uncle Ruckus is an Uncle Tom. Yeah. Who's Uncle Ruckus from the Boondocks? Oh no, I never watched it. It's Boondocks. the reason why my dad never it. wanted anybody to call him uh, like. That's why y'all called him Uncle Mac. That was one oh. of the biggest reasons. Oh wow. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! I thought because you know. Mac I mean, that was his nickname, but yeah. also like he would rather have y'all to call him Uncle Mac than. Wait a minute, Uncle, because his name is Thomas. Thomas. I never even. Mm-hmm. I don't even know where I knew Mac came. I don't even know if I put he got that. that in the, he got that in the army. I know, but I don't think I put that together with that's why we called him Uncle Mac. Like um, mm-hmm. I knew that because that's what I call uh, on my mama's side. That's why I call my other Uncle Mac. Oh, because his, his, his name is um, Macintosh. Mm-hmm. I never put it together. Okay, this is a slow moment for me. Yeah. I never put it together while I called him Mac. Yeah. <laughs> wow. But we digress. <laughs> um, yes. Uncle Sam. I don't still know what you mean by Uncle Sam. No, she's saying she... Uncle Sam was the one who, well, it's, it's the way it is. And I said, who made it the way it is? Mm-hmm. Uncle oh, Sam yeah. makes it the way it is. Yeah. Yeah. He's Sorry. the whole reason... The American Dream. I'm thinking about um. Same. Have you heard the the J Cole? What was it? Is it called Brackets? I think. Mm. I can't remember what the song's called, but he's basically like having a conversation with Uncle Sam. He was like, "Yeah, Unc, what's up? What's up?" And Uncle Sam was the one supplying him with all this money from his record deal, and I he don't realize he don't realize he got to pay like half of it back for his taxes. Mm-hmm. And he was like, "Half, half? I ain't giving you half." <laughs> It's like a monologue. It's kind of like, like a skit, like because he oh, okay. he's, he's, he 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 distorted his voice a to little be, bit. To be like, yeah, oh, okay. exactly. I'm not listening to that. It's it's like a funny little interlude, not interlude, but a funny little Probably. skit within the song. Yeah, but yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it it like it's life is hard. Life is <laughs> uh, I just that's how I always sum it up. It's like life is hard, but one thing that I have learned is you know, like. One thing that I have learned at 27, and I don't know why 27 was this pivotal year that, and maybe it was because, you know, I was in a relationship and you there were a lot of- You just got fed up, okay? Yeah, I got fed we up. just fed up at this point. Oh, you know, I'm going into my first, like, I mean, this is technically my first real job that I'm going into. Like, mm-hmm. all the other jobs were jobs, but this is- Career-wise. This was a mm-hmm. very big career move kind of job. 
um, you know, I, I guess it was dealing with that and dealing with, you know, being in a relationship for the first time and dealing with all these different things that I was kind of just like, why am I sitting here worrying about the fact that I'm not doing what they're doing? Mm-hmm. And the fact that I am not going on a quicker pace than anybody else. Because every time I do try to go on a quicker pace, I stress myself out and I make it all crumble apart instead of taking my time to get to where I am and understanding that that's okay and nothing is going to, you know, it's not going to be bad. You know? Yes. And I think that's what a lot of people need to realize is that, you know, take your time and figure things out. Like, when you're in high school, like, like to the to, to in the system that we have now, until we're better at changing things, take the time to work on just work on school, but also like figure out like what you want to do, like whether it be like one, like over the summer, just figure out like what you want to do, like go and hang out with hang out places. A I feel like, and I feel like. I wonder how easy it is for students to get the opportunity to shadow. I wonder if they make shadowing an easy thing. I think they do now. When I was in high school, I had I was able to shadow. I know I have two students who sent me like applications for them to do internships, yeah. which I was like very like, oh, of course, because I think that's really good. Yeah. But I just wonder, like, for everyone, how easy is it? Yeah. Yeah. Like just, what it, access yeah. do they have to mm-hmm. it? It just depends on, like, where you are and what the access is for those children. But I definitely believe that, like, take your summers to not only enjoy them, but take some time to just scurry around and look at, like, like, look at some of the jobs people do. Like, if you can, like, if you have a family member who's doing something, go ask them, like, hey, can Mm -hmm. I just, for just a couple weeks, just to see what you do, you know? Um, And there are some programs that you can see. Wow, I've never done that. What? With, like, my parents. I've never, like... Thought to do that. Yeah. Like, ooh, mm-hmm. let me see what you do. Can I come to work with right. you one day? Yeah. I don't and even know I, if that was a possibility. I to, and I used to go to work with my Yeah, mom. I know I you did. I used to go to work did. with my mama, but too. I never, she did bank, and I, I definitely was... <laughs> <laughs> that's a joke. I still don't understand and, what my mama does. Me and banking, that is a joke. Yeah, I still don't understand what my mama does. I'd be looking and just, like, scratch my head. I like, feel like um, your mama works for, like, Duffler. Um, it, 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 a Dunder Mifflin? I Duffler. swear. I swear <laughs> that's my mama... That's I like your mama works Let me for. tell you. <laughs> let me tell you. Let me tell you. I just realized this a couple of weeks ago. My mom always... Um, she wants... And I, I understand because my job just... It's very confusing at what I do, and she'll yeah, always ask me. Yeah, people be asking me, me what you do. I'm be like, I don't know. Who yeah, nutrition. Yeah, and I'll and, and, my, and my mom will like ask me too, and I'm just like, and I, I remember one day I was looking back on, it, I was like, I don't really even know what my mom would do, because she'd be doing so many different things that who knows what it is. Because at one point she was, I remember a long time ago, she her job was like you. She would always have film that she'd have to look at, and the film would be pictures of checks. So I think she had to like verify checks at one point, uh, but then at one point she would always be on her computer looking up records of like like people's records, like student records, like health records, all that kind of stuff. So I don't know what I don't know what she necessarily does. But as somebody who's nosy, that might be the job for you. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So it's kind of just like it, it's good you to. You like being in people's business. It is. Sally, you might find a job that you would have never realized is a job that you wanted to do unless you like asked she somebody. Got the op- yeah, and and should have just invoked curiosity. If it's somebody that you just like, what do you do? And they tell you, and you're just like, mm, is it possible I can like 
kind of shadow you to see like really what you do because right. you never know that might be the day that you're just like y'all I want to be a pilot right I don't know yeah. how long I'm gonna teach I feel like I'm gonna get introduced to something that I like way more and that's another thing that goes back to like I don't say real yeah reality it's mm-hmm. kind of like face reality bro if I get five years into my career and I'd be like no something else has pulled me I'm going to follow that. Oh, yeah. Yes. I don't... Like, career I, changes. For me, if you got to make career change, you got to make career I change. I don't... Like, I understand wanting stability. I get that. Especially when you have a family, bro. Mm-hmm. I get that. But if I do not have that, mm-hmm. and I and I want to shift my career to a whole different 180 direction, that's what I'm going to do. Plus... If it's pulling me that way... And I, and I, mean, and and I may not... I may not commit 100%, but I'm going to at least explore figure it. Out, yeah. yeah. You know? I mean, right now, like I'm like I like I said, I still want to do nutrition, but lately I've been looking into doing like counseling, pro- like going into doing counseling, going into like doing therapy or something like that. Because mm-hmm. I, do, it's something interesting, uh, something that interests me a lot, mm-hmm. and it's a component of nutrition because nutrition is about counseling folks on healthier eating, on changing their dietary lifestyle. But you know, I I wouldn't say that that's definitely something that I'm gonna do now, but it's something I'm looking into so that like you know when I get if I get, like, to the point where I'm at this job or I'm, you know, about to be in grad school and I'm just like, you know what? I'm not feeling it. I'm just going to do a 180. Honey, I, let me tell you. Last year, the end of the year, I thought about transitioning to being a physical, mm. um, no, physician assistant. Oh, it went away. Oh. Physician assistant. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I, I definitely agree with you, uh, love, because it's like if, if I find something, find out something that I want to do, I'm going to do whatever I got to do do to get to that point exactly um but yeah so let's wrap this up a mm-hmm. little bit so we talked about basically society's expectations mm-hmm. so now let's talk about what we've learned so far what are going to be the rest of the expectations that we have ourselves have for ourselves for the rest of our lives like so from this point forward what are the expectations that we have and that we're going to make for our own selves um, I feel like for me, it is about working hard, working extremely hard, being honest with myself about what I want, you know, and being honest about myself about what that would take mm-hmm. to get there, you know. Um, and I feel like another thing would be, um, I don't know. I'm not really sure. But I definitely feel like working hard and being honest with myself about what I want, you know. Don't not putting so much pressure on what society says my timeline should look like, but mm-hmm. definitely creating my own timeline about what I want and being like be like, okay, if this doesn't happen at this age or if this doesn't happen at that like it's it's okay. Like stop putting that that you basically stop putting myself in a box don't limit myself to saying oh well by this age this needs to happen or by this age like no just live your life to the fullest and take every day as a blessing and just appreciate like appreciate the small things like mm-hmm. I'm, I'm learning to appreciate my rise to work i'm a lear- i'm learning to just appreciate like the people that i work around and just creating a, like enjoying the atmosphere that i'm in because it's not 
it may not be my, my most ideal, but it's not bad. Right. You know what I'm saying? Just counting your blessings. Yeah, absolutely. Just counting my blessings and just enjoying, like, because I feel like there is going to be a time where I receive everything that I work hard for. I believe that, you know, like, faith without works is dead. Mm -hmm. So I believe that everything that I'm working towards is coming my way. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. I feel like with me knowing that, I might as well just enjoy this ride that I'm on. Mm -hmm. So I feel like that's that's my expectation for myself going forward. I, um, I basically agree, of course, and what you said was good. My expectations for myself would be to um, continue on shifting my priorities um, because I have developed that goer syndrome mm-hmm. to where I get a, if I, society tells me I'm supposed to do it, then I'm supposed to do it. I went to school, graduated, got a job. Like I've been working since the age of 16. Since you are able, since Mm -hmm. you were able to work legally by society standards, Mm -hmm. I've been working. So I'm trying to, my expectations, excuse me, I got like a bunch of spit in my mouth. My expectations for myself is to, to slow down and to not continue to wrap myself in what, I feel society needs me like wants me to be whatever. Um, so working on reprioritizing myself and what I want, and not necessarily feel like I have to go into the certain order in which most people do it. Like I know most of my people that I went to high school with right now are married and or get married and having babies, but that ain't my case because I ain't even got some man. So it's just I just have to. I'm working on filling out, figuring out what works best for me and where I am where I am in my life. Um so yeah, so just slowing down and just kind of like you said taking my or accounting my blessings the way that I have them, being in the moment of right now and mm-hmm. being appreciative of the things that I'm going through because it is going to mold me to be ready for whatever is coming my way. Yeah. Because whatever I want, I know it's going to come my way. Whatever my purpose is, it's going to be given to me. So it's just a matter of enjoying and appreciating what I have now and not getting so wrapped up in trying to make lots of money and be successful in the way that people view success. Like, I want to find success for my own self, Mm -hmm. not based on what other people think. So that is my my expectation. It's Mm -hmm. just to be more mindful of myself. For me, it's just... um, For me, it's just continuing on this path of real reminding myself that I am my own person. And this has taken me a long time. This has taken me a lot of, a lot of, a lot of counseling, a lot of talking about talking about it, a lot of talking to myself personally about it, Mm -hmm. a lot of, you know, note taking and a lot of just, which I've been doing so much and it really helps. It really mm-hmm. does. Journaling helps so much. It really does. Um, it's the best thing. Just a lot of realizing who I am and kind of taking myself off of realizing other people and what their life is going through because I s- just continue, especially when I was younger, especially when I was in college and even a- the couple of years out of college, I continue to just not focus on where I'm going in my life. You know, I continued to kind of be like, well, I'm, I am going, I kind of had like a, a, a sense of where I was going, but like, I'm so focused on like, you know, like my friends and like making sure I have this and that and this and that and all this. But now I'm just like, I'm getting to the point where I'm just like, Marcus, what do you want to do? 
like, what are your expectations in life? Not like, what are your friends doing and what are their expectations in life and how should yours be like, so you can align to theirs instead of just being like, Marcus, what do you want? Do you want to move? Do you want to get a job somewhere else? Do you want to still go to school? Do you want to, you know, be like, what do you want to do? Mm -hmm. And, you know, I'm, I'm still learning and I'm still going through that, but I'm ultimately like, I, I feel like I'm doing a lot better and I just need to continue that kind of, of just focusing on myself and kind of being, my, the word that I've been using lately is selfish mm-hmm. because we use, we think of selfish in like a negative connotation, mm-hmm. but like, to be honest, sometimes you have to like, just think about yourself. You do. I mean, at this for point. The, in the right ways. Like you can't be yeah. thinking about yourself being like. Well, you know, if it's a all-in group thing and you're... Don't you're, try to, like, discount someone else yeah. for your own game. But when it comes to, like... When it comes to, like, everything that's going around you and, like, you know, you... And you have an option to take yourself out of it, take yourself out of it. That's kind of what I mean by just being selfish. And in that case, I'm taking myself out of, you know, societal expectations and worrying about the expectations that I want. Mm-hmm. So I'm being selfish towards society and being like, oh, well, my, you know, my friends, my family, people are doing this. I don't need to do that. And that's fine. Because, yeah. you know, and because one day later I will maybe want to do it and it'll work out just fine. Mm-hmm. So I just, I keep focusing on myself and, you know, working on my journey, which is, you know, hopefully doing, you know, hopefully going on a different path and enjoying what I'm doing and you know, living my life as per usual. So that's it. Do you have any? Well, I have a plate to go. My to plate go to go. My to go plate um, is take a plate to go. To keep going, basically. Like yesterday, I was around a bunch of people who were older than me in their thirties and their forties. And they, like, were still living their lives. I'm talking about people in their 30s and 40s who are not married, who don't have no kids, and they were still living their lives to the fullest and still fulfilled. Like, but yet, I mean, they it was, like, it was still things that they proclaimed, like, oh, yeah, I want to get married, I want to have kids, but, I mean, just because it's not happening on the timeline that I want it to don't mean that I can't be happy or that I can't shift, like, the paradigm that I, that's been set out as far as, like, what happiness looks like for me. So I just say keep going. Keep living your life as for what you want. There's nothing wrong with being selfish at times. Because I feel like it's a part of self-care, you know? Mm-hmm. Catering to your needs as it relates to you and as it relates to your wellness. So just keep going and just keep living and learning and loving that's that's the main thing my to-go plate it'll just be a plate of sides oh stop (laughs) i mean you gave everybody you gave everybody the main course so you know i just got a couple sides so what am i gonna have the dessert I guess so, cause oh. I mean she gave the main course, so oh, my plate goodness. just gonna be a couple sides. Oh my god! Um, oh my god! But mine would be, uh, gosh, I don't, I, I don't even know how to follow that up. That was, that was pretty good. Yeah. Um, but my takeaway, or what I would want you to take away from this, is no matter where you are in your life at this point, um, just 
make sure you are taking moments to be appreciative of where you are. Mm -hmm. Um, It may not be where you planned to be five years ago or a year ago. It may not be where you want to be. um, But reality is that is where you are. So just take the moment to appreciate that and maybe learn from it. If it's not where you want to be, figure out, okay, well, why am I here? Is it to teach me something? Is it to mold me to be better for something that's coming my way? So just be aware of of everything that you have around you because if it's not an ideal situation, it could be something that you need to be learning from it. So just take the moment to just be aware um, and just learn. Mine, I guess, is the dessert because it is kind of <laughs> small, but it's very, but, you know, it's how I kind of center a lot of my life around and, you know, it, it sounds pretty tragic, but... It really does help sometimes. If you need to let it out, let it out. If you gotta cry, if you gotta scream, if you gotta break plates, get you don't have it's expensive, but if you gotta break plates, you gotta break plates. Go to the go to the goodwill, get you some plates. Go get you some cheap plates. Mm-hmm. Go to the and let it out. Because let me tell you, all of this that we are talking about today and all of this that we've talked about, like with self care and dating and you know, a lot of the other episodes, I, I feel like we you know, we have to understand that life is difficult. And when we think about these things and get stressed over these things, it's hard. And we don't know how to release that. And sometimes it's just good to release that stress and that anger. So whether you do meditation, whether you go talk to somebody counseling, whether it's shoot, I sometimes cry. And that's all right. That's okay. It is. Or pray about it. Or pray it. about it. Talk to someone about it. Talk to it. somebody about it. Whatever. It could be a combination of all three of those things. But whatever you do, like, find a way to release that. Like, whether it be meditating, any of that. Find a way that helps you get back and centered. And once you get back and centered, keep on trucking and keep on doing what you got to do. Because life is hard. Life is stressful. And, and we understand. We all understand. And... Everybody in the world understands, and if you know, and if they don't, well, they're missing out. So, but yeah, just take time to, you know, whatever way you got to release the stressors in your life and the pain in your life, do what you got to do. And that's that on that. All right, and that is the end of our to go place. We hope you guys are nice and full. You know, hope this. Hope uh, my banana pudding was. It's on point. <laughs> Hold them yams and collars. Keep you full for the rest of the week or the next mm-hmm. week and a half. Whatever. And and hope that love's pot roast filled you up. <laughs> Dang, I just I didn't even give you a chance to say what your full course was. I, I gave the size. He had because I was so like my was banana your, pudding. What was your full? What was your meal? My meal was so full. Okay, so that's whatever that is, collard <laughs> green. Oh, that's so you, uh, that's you, I gave no, but you no. She had a plate of size of the meat, uh, uh the bread. She oh, had yeah. it all. She, she even had thing. some drink so to go. Had, yes. So I had some collard greens, some black eyed peas mm. with some onions on top. You know, mm. I had some cornbread, and you know, we 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 ain't gonna go with the regular fried chicken. We did some grilled chicken, you know, some baked chicken. You know what I'm we did all the chicken. We yeah, we had a little bit of everything. But what you got everything. was the grilled version. But yeah, yes. <laughs> you know that's what they give you at um at the church. Mm-hmm. They give that option. 
Oh, grill the fries. Grill the fries. You want grill or you want fry? You want leg or you, you want, want thigh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. Oh, but thank you guys for listening. Um, we really appreciate you. This is, this is, it's really great for us to just be able to talk. And if you got, as you listen, for those of you who reach out to us to give us feedback, it's really amazing. So we, we hope that you continue to listen and to continue to give us feedback um, if it's something that you enjoy doing. So, yeah. Yeah, because we really, you know, we really take what y'all, your opinions are into account. Unless they're real negative, then you can just go, you can go F off because we don't care. Yes. Anyway, well, it's the truth. It is the truth. Mm-hmm. All right. See you guys next week. Bye. Well, next time. <laughs> Bye.